everyone, and welcome to Modern Beer and 90s Nostalgia. My name's Justin Lamb. Justin Lamb. Cool dude. You know how it goes. We crack open this beer. Let's get this party started. All right. Today's topic, kid sister and my buddy. Let's do this. <laughs> open a beer. <laughs> Uh, as it was stated, this is Modern Beers and 90s Nostalgia. I'm your host, Justin Lamb. I'm joined by my wife, Erica Lamb. And Hello. we are joined by our children, wine and beer. <laughs> They're so precious to me. And sometimes more expensive than actual children. Yeah. See my Founders episode. Um, this is going to be a fun show. We uh, Erica's joining me for round two of the Friends cast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you what, it's... Uh, more laziness than anything that Matthew Perry got his own episode. He doesn't deserve it. <laughs> and then we're going to do some combination episodes. Yeah. Because six episodes for six different people. Plus the Plus, Friends episode. Yeah. Yep. And then the some of the people didn't even have that much of a career outside of Friends in the 90s. Right. Like Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> Like Matthew Perry, who got his entire own episode. <laughs> well, and then we have uh, one of my favorite beers out of Montana. We'll get into that in a minute. So it's, it's a lot of fun stuff. And today we're going to talk about Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox. Oh, and yeah. All the nipple joy they brought us. Oh, my God. Throughout the 90s. I should have made you promise me that you wouldn't bring that up. Don't say nipple. <laughs> I told you no nipples. Let's drink some beer. And wine. Went out today to try and phone you. I guess you didn't recognize my call. The lady on your end said you got caller ID. But I'm so as I said before uh, the break, I was going to have Big Sky IPA. <laughs> that didn't pan out because I opened it and poured it, and it looked a little fishy around the bottle cap and i found the expiration date and it expired in 2009 so i didn't even know craft beer was a thing in 2009 yeah <laughs> uh good news the one i picked as a substitute it expires june 7th 2018 so we're good still got some time we're good on that one he's a gemini oh man mm. So I am uh, in replacing Big Sky IPA, which guys, go check them out in Montana. That's a really good beer if it's not nine years old. Don't buy your beer at Neiman's in Clarkston. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they, Neiman's wasn't around in 2009, so who knows where they got that yeah, beer that's from. crazy. Uh, <laughs> very strange. <laughs> what a weird, fluky situation. But this, uh, this one I'm going to do for this episode is um, Alaskan Brewing Company, and it's their Amber Ale. I've seen these everywhere everybody seems to buy this beer i went through a stint where i was making uh craft things not craft beer but like wood crafting things and i was asking people to give me their empty six packs because i was using the pictures on the side to do stuff with like make little like beach six packs out of wood um and everybody had alaskan amber six packs and i never have tried it so this will be a first, and if you've listened or you're a big fan and you've heard every fucking episode I've done, you know that I don't really care about Ambers. I don't dislike them. It's just like they're very, yeah. That has a very fisherman vibe to it. 
Well, yeah, Alaskan, Erica. Yeah. What else are you going to do in Alaska? Fish. And run from bears. Meth. <laughs> meth. Big fan of the meth. They don't pay any sales tax, state sales tax. I had a dream last night uh, that I was staying at some house and I was looking through a tackle box in this old lady's closet and in the bottom of it there were a lot of dollar bills and then tiny bags of meth. <laughs> My roommate, freshman year of college, used a tackle box as her makeup like case. And she had all of her eyeshadows and meth at the end of the story. <laughs> no, but you said tackle box and it just made me think of Barker's. My brother and I used to use tackle boxes to sort out our Halloween candy. Oh, it's very Michigan of you. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Or the Great Lakes State. I don't think they were used tackle boxes, so there weren't like worm guts mixed. <laughs> I think that's the first thing protein. most people think about. Yeah, when they hear that, they're like, oh, gross. Uh, all right, Alaskan Amber, guess what color it is? Amber. Amber, <laughs> Amber Atkins. All right. Um, it is. Yeah, see, that's good. And this is what, this is like. Not really my beef with amber. Like I said, it's not like I don't like them. They're just uh, an amber beer is like you're a beer. There's no special. It's not super happy. It's not super malty. It's not super goober or grabber or greenber blomber. Dr. Seuss over here. No. No. Mm-mm. Oh, the Dr. Fail. <laughs> <laughs> Fail. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm gonna try it. Herka's trying a beer. Hold on. She Step might back. like this because this is a. Uh, Yingling is an amber lager, and this is an amber beer. So, Yeah, I like this. Yeah, see? Yeah, I could drink this. Maybe that's why everyone bought it, because they're like, oh, my girl can drink it. Tastes like beer. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, so for everyone who's dying to know what I'm drinking, <laughs> I'm drinking a jug of wine from Costco. <laughs> Living it up. It's. I normally drink Pinot Noir because I'm fancy, but I'm being a little basic with my jug of Cabernet basic Sauvignon. Bitch. From it's a Kirkland Signature. <laughs> <laughs> it's a vintage cab from 2016. Ooh, Ooh, good year. See, beer and wine are different in that it's better. See, if this was a 2009, I'd be balling like your beer. Not balling from a 2009, you know, but wine 2009, excellent. Well, that's not entirely true. Go on. Um, and this is my theory, but I'm pretty sure it's true. Okay. Because it's tested. Um, beer that has an alcohol content similar to wine, like the barrel-aged stuff that's 11, 12%. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have that in a bottle, like I have everything in my door and my fridge right now is all um, barrel-aged, high-alcohol con- con- content. Mm-hmm. alcohol content beer uh that you can age and it better with age are you sure yeah oh okay cool and actually uh, i talked about this last episode bells has a shelf life they put on their beers now and their higher alcohol content ones now say shelf life unlimited oh i i remember that because i listened to all the episodes <laughs> so i remember when you talked number one fan i remember that from Erica only downloads this show if I'm like, oh, I don't have a lot of downloads this week. I'm like, hold on. I'm 12 behind. I can catch up right now. Yep. I'm so proud of you. So Alaskan Amber is both Amber and from Alaska, and it's delicious. That would be a cool uh, brewery to visit. 
Yeah. What did <laughs> you guys go to Alaska for? Oh, brewery. Brewery tour. It's sad that your mom has been to Alaska and we haven't been to Alaska. Why is that sad? Because she's, she's had 30 extra years to take vacations. I know, but we got to step it up. All right, guys, we're starting a GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> we want to go to an Alaskan brewery. I don't want to do like the Princess Cruise Alaska. I want to like... I want to I fight a fucking bear. <laughs> I want to rent a Jeep and I want to get into it. <laughs> I got to start growing my beard out. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Let's do that. Today's main topic, the topic of the evening. Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox, are they hot or not? I hate you. That's <laughs> not what we're talking <laughs> about. But we are talking about them um, and their careers and their effect on 90s pop culture. Mm-hmm. And I like lumping these two together. <laughs> Can't help it's it. like... <laughs> Never mind. But uh, what I was really going to say is I, I like putting these two together mm-hmm. also. Um, okay. Because they both represent two of the most iconic Hollywood relationships. Oh, that are both over. Yeah, which R.I.P. is sad. Yeah. Courtney Cox more so for me because... Of Scream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I know. Um, but let's start off with Courtney Cox because okay. she was considered, coming into Friends, the most famous of the six. She'd done the most. I didn't know this until I was looking this up. She was the female lead in the Masters of the Universe movie, which is He-Man. I've never seen it. Neither have I. It's a live action movie from like 1987. She also dated um, Adam. Adam Duritz, Duritz. Counting Crows. Makes me like her even more. And, and she was in the Long December video. And she danced on stage with Bruce Springsteen. Who doesn't? Who didn't at this point? With her little short boy haircut. Short boy. Short boy. Short boy. Short boy haircut. Okay. Uh, yeah, and she, she was... In movies in the 80s, including Cocoon, The Return, shout out to my mom, who probably loves that movie. I know she likes the first one. Uh, I'll Be Home for Christmas in 88. And that brings us to the 90s. Kind of what this whole show's about. Yeah. Mm. Um, She did a bunch of B-movies in the first few years of the 90s, one of which is Blue Desert, where you see a boob. By B-movie, do you mean boing? (laughs) He's sitting on that all day. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> oh boy. Um, she was in the she the one that was on the Larry Sanders show as a guest. I'm an old man. I Larry Sanders was... show as a guest. Who no, cares? that was uh, that was Rachel Green. Rachel Green. Jennifer Aniston. Like the character. <laughs> no, it was, was a guest Jennifer on the Larry Sanders. <laughs> I'm just trying to confuse everybody. Did you know this Friends fanatic, Erica? What? Try me. What role? Rachel. What? Did Courtney Cox actually go out for? Rachel. That's right. I know. What role did Rachel go out for? Rachel. (laughs) What role did Jennifer Aniston go out for? Rachel. No, Monica. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Could not have seen that coming. Would have been a different show. Different show altogether. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Friends, obviously, 94 to 2004. Three. Four. Four? Okay. Four. Cool. Yeah, ten years. Ten, ten seasons. Years. Mm-hmm. Friends. 
together forever. Beautiful. <laughs> Go ahead. Say it. We're going to have to fix that in post. <laughs> Is that what you thought I was going to say? I don't know what you're going to say. Oh, okay. You looked at me with the I'm leaving you eyes. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, she was also in a Toad the Wet Sprocket music video. <laughs> so, her, her music video. I, I mean, is I guess on it's point. on theme, but like, who gives a shit? But I get it for the podcast. Long December video, Toad the Wet Sprocket video, oh dance down stage with Springsteen. I mean, what else could you want out of a career? You might as well retire after that. But she didn't. She went on and did a bunch of other stuff, including playing Jerry Seinfeld's girlfriend in a Seinfeld episode. And was in a movie, maybe you heard of it, Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Do not go in there. (laughs) Uh, That movie came out before Friends started. That's cool. Uh, I think the same year, but before Friends premiered. So I have a story to tell about Ace Ventura. (laughs) It's recent. Ooh. Remember? So Ace Ventura was on TV. This was literally like two weeks ago. It was on TBS or TNT or whatever. Pretty sure I put it on because it's on Netflix. (laughs) Whatever. And we were getting ready. We were going out to dinner. And I had gotten dressed. And Justin, you know, was just watching it, waiting for me. And so I come out into the living room. And we both just like had our coats on. And we were just like standing in the living room. (laughs) Just like watching Ace Ventura (laughs) Detective. And I was like almost wanted to just cancel dinner and finish the movie (laughs) it had been a while since i had seen ace venture and i was like this is such a good movie it's really funny i was like okay we have to go to dinner i guess we have to eat so let's go (laughs) like i have my shoes on i started my car we should probably leave (laughs) yeah uh it's very good it's it's fantastic and courtney cox no one knew who she was at that point, for mm-hmm. really. Yep. Um, even though she'd done stuff before that. That was, I think, her most recognizable role until she was on Friends. And then a couple of years after being on Friends, she starred in one of the greatest films of our time. Wes Craven's Scream. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gail Weathers. Gail Weathers in that lime green pantsuit. Yeah, that neon green. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. Yeah. That was a great character. Yeah, the name later. Was perfect. And then later in the series oh, with that streaky hair, yeah. her highlights. Courtney Cox one of those people that I'm like, why did you do that to your face? No, but okay. She had so much plastic surgery. I have surgery. like one, I feel like I should be the one to bring that up, not you. Why? Because I'm a lady. But <laughs> she she did an interview recently and she said that she had a lot of her fillers removed, like taken out. Um, and she's not doing them anymore. And if you see, if you see recent pictures of her, she looks so good because she was always very attractive. Well, she's beautiful, you know, and you know, it was around the time of, uh, what's that fucking show? Cougar Town. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cougar Town. With Busy, you guys. And no, but I think you just kind of get to a point as a woman, especially in Hollywood with like 4D HD, where you kind of are put under a microscope and then people sitting in their basement in Waterford, Michigan are like talking shit about you. And so Don't you tell them where we live. You kind of, you know, start doing Botox and fillers and, you know, it, it just one thing leads to another and you're kind of unrecognizable, yeah. especially when your best friend is Jennifer Aniston. They're best friends in real life. Like I would be doing all the fillers known to man. 
but she has recently scaled back and had a lot of her fillers removed because apparently that's a thing and she looks great so do a google search lamb do a freaking google search she looks great but uh while working on friends after she met david arquette on scream mm-hmm. who played dewey mm-hmm. deputy dewey boy um they so he would hang out and they were started dating and he would come to the scream or the Friends set all the time. And I'll tell you what, I knew people that worked on Friends when I worked on shows uh, when I lived out in L.A. And they described it as it was a party every week. Everybody just drank every day and, like, partied all the time. If I was making a million dollars an episode, I would be drinking <laughs> yeah, exactly. every day. <laughs> um, they said David Arquette was crazy because he wasn't yeah, on the sure. show he didn't yeah. do work he would come there and just like get shit faced and party with everybody okay, but this is not about david arquette no, so I, know. Uh, I have a fun one of my favorite things is when they got married yeah and everyone was wondering like oh is courtney cox gonna take david arquette's name and it was you know on e and like you know back in the 90s that was basically all that there was and um they put our cat after every single person's name in the credits yeah. of friends. And that's a fun episode to see, you know, everyone has know our cat. That on that same episode at the end, after all the credits, they said, uh, uh, what is it? I have it written down here for Courtney and David who did get married because Monica and Monica, Monica and Chandler didn't get married in that episode. Oh, that must've been the Vegas episode. Yeah. yeah. So can we talk Cute. about Monica Geller? Yeah, what do you want to talk about? Monica Geller is like my spirit animal. I love her. (laughs) She's amazing. She's wonderful. Um, It's really funny looking back. Well, not funny. It's weird looking back and watching Friends because, you know, this is a conversation I'll save for the actual Friends episode, but Friends doesn't really age well. (laughs) And looking back on some of the tropes that they relied on, like Fat Monica, when you actually look watch those episodes she's like not even fat really (laughs) like you're just kind of like she just looks like a normal chick i don't know she's not like crazy or anything and so just watching those episodes back is you know a little weird um but monica geller some of my favorite episodes monica making the christmas cookies the christmas candy i'm sorry and all of her neighbors you know, um, are like banging at the door trying to like get get more get, candy. Get more candy. <laughs> and, you know, they wake them up in the middle of the night and <laughs> um, Chandler and Monica go to the door and one of them says, do you know what time it is? And the guy goes, candy time. <laughs> it's like such a good episode when Monica um, says all the erogenous sounds. Seven. 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 seven, seven Such yeah. a great episode. Right, now you're just doing Friends episodes. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm talking about Monica. And then um, basically Monica and Thanksgiving, that's one of the things I love the most about Monica is that she's the chef and she's like the person that holds everyone, like the entire group together. They all are always over at Monica's apartment and Monica's making food and, you know, she's, you know the host all the time. And I really relate to that because I love hosting things. And, you know, the Thanksgiving episodes are like my reason for living. And so I just, we watch the Thanksgiving episodes every every Thanksgiving. And I just really love Monica Geller. She's the best. She's definitely the best character. And when you watch all of the bloopers, Courtney Cox 
in the character of Monica is really entertaining, like when she screws up because Monica is so like hyper and type A and Courtney Cox just like playing her and trying to get to that level of like hysteria is really entertaining to watch when she screws up and she has to try and like stay in character and everyone's kind of cracking up and then she's like, and she has to keep going, you know, to get the, get the line right. It's really entertaining. And I mean, Courtney Cox was one of the stars of friends that went on and had a great career and still does, Mm -hmm. uh, does great for herself. Like there's people that kind of fell off the map. Like, I don't know what the hell David Schwimmer's doing now, but we'll talk about that. David, that's another, um, yeah, that's all I got for Courtney Cox. Yeah. She's great. She is great. Monica uh, Geller, great, Ace Ventura, great character. Great movie. Gut check time. I love Monica. <laughs> all right. I lost my gig bag in a cab. It was in Heidelberg, West Germany. All right, our second guest. No, I wish. Second, yeah, that'd be great. Justin, what plummeted your podcast to number one? Oh, Jennifer Aniston came plummeted? on. Plummeted. Rocketed. What did I say? You said what plummeted, plummeted. your podcast to number Podcasts one? Podcasts are so hip; they go in reverse. <laughs> the worse they do, the more popular they are. <laughs> Which is really the conundrum. Mm. Um, Jennifer Aniston. Mm-hmm. Hey. You guys get the Rachel? (laughs) Uh, Jennifer Aniston had a nice little hefty career before Friends as well. Um, By hefty, I mean amazingly hilarious and terrible. Well, her dad was a very well-known soap star. General Hospital, I think, Mm -hmm. maybe. Yeah, I think so. So she's kind of like Hollywood. She's been in Hollywood around Hollywood her entire life. She resisted television and actually was not allowed to watch television growing up. And uh, tried to find ways around it. The struggle. I know. Poor girl. She moved to New York from L.A. and was like, I'm going to be in theater and try to do theater. And then ended up moving back to L.A. Uh, She was on four TV shows that got canceled. One of which was Ferris Bueller, the TV adaptation of the movie. Which, if you haven't seen, go check it out. I watched the pilot episode like three days ago and... The guy who plays Ferris Bueller, who is, spoiler, it's not Matthew Broderick. Boo. He, he, uh, he talks to the camera. You know, that's Ferris Bueller's mm-hmm. thing. He breaks the fourth wall. But he pulls out a cardboard cutout of Matthew Broderick and goes, this guy doesn't portray me properly and <gasps> takes a chainsaw and cuts him. In what? <laughs> it's like in the first three seconds of the fucking What's the show. point? It's really funny. Um. That's he, so stupid. He plays it like that they made a movie about his life. Yeah, dude, because you're so fucking That cool. was the writer's way to segue into a television show. Just make the show. But she plays his uh, bitchy sister that you um, might remember from the movie. His role model Dirty Dancing sister? was, uh, what's that lady's name? Isn't that who starred in Dirty mm-hmm. Dancing? Jennifer Grey. Yeah, that's her name. Um, oh, God, how do you know Jennifer Grey's name off the top of your head? What the hell's wrong with you? Nobody puts baby in a corner. Uh, I'm about to put baby in the corner. <laughs> um, on top of that, she was in The Edge and Muddling Through and a TV movie called Camp Cucamonga. 
all of which failed, <laughs> failed miserably. Fail. <laughs> um, and she had a guest role in Quantum Leap as well, which oh, great show. But let's talk about her film career because that's way better. Well, ninety three, mm-hmm. the year before Friends, mm-hmm. she did Leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> Leprechaun is a cult classic horror movie. I used to love that shit. I've never seen it. There's like six of them now, maybe more. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I stopped after Leprechaun in the Hood. (laughs) Oh my God, I have so many questions. But you know my rule about horror movies. Leprechaun in space. Because they did Leprechaun. Okay. Leprechaun 2, sure. And then they did Leprechaun in Space. And it was like, you guys just vaulted. You guys vaulted to something. No, I love when I love when movie franchises, this typically only happens in the horror genre, but they truly like accept to what they are. And they're mm-hmm. like, all right. Like uh, Evil Dead did that. They made Evil Dead. Everyone thought it was hilarious. They're like, we're not trying to be funny. So they made Evil Dead 2, which was almost a fucking remake. And then Evil Dead in the Hood. No. Uh, Army of Darkness. But either way, they leaned hard into the cheesy... But you have to answer stuff. my question. What? You know my rule about horror movies. Don't ask who's there. Only in the month of October. Uh, so I have a limited time frame. I don't frame believe in that rule. I have not caught up on a lot of horror movies because I have 31 <laughs> behind, days. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't watched Leprechaun, but I'm sure Jennifer Aniston knocked it out of the park. So I read this snippet probably on like Wikipedia. And it was a little confusing to me because I tried to visualize what happened here. But the line is, depressed over her four unsuccessful television shows, Aniston approached Warren Littlefield at a Los Angeles gas station asking for reassurance about her career. The head of NBC Entertainment encouraged Aniston to continue acting, and a few months later helped cast her for The Friends. Did she just see this guy at a gas station go, hey, I know him, and was like, all my shows are failing. What what happened there? What did that interaction look like? That's a really dumb story that I reject. (laughs) I don't believe it. You don't believe it? You don't think I think you'd that be... NBC guy planted that story and that's fake news. <laughs> I'm Warren Littlefield and I'm going to be known for something. <laughs> I made Jennifer. She must have turned his advances down and he's pissed and he edited her Wikipedia page and he's like taking credit for Jennifer Anson. He can go to hell. Wow. Go to hell, Littlefield. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Littlefield. No, hashtag go to hell, Littlefield. Hashtag Littlefield going in the going in the Instagram post. <laughs> um, and then the producers, like I mentioned, originally wanted her to audition for Monica. So stupid. But they're like, never mind, Courtney Cox got this, so you're going to be, uh, I don't know, Rachel Green. Well, Jennifer Aniston can relate having a nose job herself. Oh. oh. Uh, there's a nose job joke yeah. in Ferris Bueller, first episode. Um Really? Yeah. Because Jennifer Grey had a nose job, and it was like a really famous nose job. Well, that he she mentions had. Jennifer Aniston getting a okay. nose job. Like the person or the character? The character. I think that might have been like a harp on Jennifer Grey, but. We may never know. Mm-hmm. We may never know. It's kind of like a tabloid topic from the 90s, but. Jennifer Aniston, though, arguably. Went on to have the most successful career in the night within the nineties. Yeah, well, like, after yeah. after yeah after Friends mm-hmm. started. Yeah, um, she had the widest film career of the nineties out of the cast of six. Mm-hmm. Well, big picture movies. Yeah, movies that I've heard of. If you go to, I think Lisa Kudrow was in a lot of movies that I hadn't heard of. I mean, yeah, yeah, like movies people did in their basement or something. Um, but those movies are. In no particular order, 
She's the one. Dream for an insomniac. Don't know what that is. Don't know. Picture Perfect. One of my favorite movies. The of all object time. of my affection. Which also, Eric one of my favorite movies. Of was all watching time. the trailer before we. So good. Paul this. Rudd. And Office Space. Also, one of my favorite movies of all time. Obviously, <sighs> Office Space is amazing. We should do an Office Space episode. Sure. Um, <laughs> I don't know of those what I've seen. I definitely didn't see Object of My Affection. Saw that. I think I saw Picture Perfect, but I don't remember it. Definitely saw that. Jay Moore. She's the one is the one that Tom Petty did the soundtrack for. Isn't, isn't she's the one with Ed Burns? Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty Didn't sure. Didn't Tom Petty do the soundtrack for that? I don't know, man. Mm-mm. That's yeah. more your thing. That's that's more your problem. Um, yeah, no, Tom Petty. Yeah, it was, she's the one. Okay. Tom Petty either did the soundtrack or just had the title theme for it. Let's talk about Picture Perfect. So kind of the premise of the show or the movie is that you the fact that she was like single was like a big no-no like she needed to show that she was like a serious woman and she had to pretend like she was engaged and about to be married so she took a picture at a wedding with Jay Moore I think she was a guest at a wedding and he was the videographer. It was something like that. And she took a picture sitting on his lap and there was like a Polaroid of it. And her bosses who wanted to like give her a promotion. She was, of course, in advertising, which is like every 90s movie. It's like one of my favorite things about <laughs> 90s movies. So, like didn't know if they could give her a promotion. I'm pretty sure this is the plot. Like I haven't watched it in a while. What does Kevin Bacon do in the movie? He's her, like, asshole boss that she's in love with, that she wants to bone, because he's, like, Kevin Bacon in the 90s. And everyone wants to bone Kevin Bacon in the 90s. Stir of echoes. mm, (laughs) Exactly. And so then she has to pretend to be, like, engaged to Jay Moore so she can get this promotion and they can, like, take her seriously. But she really wants to bang her boss. And so, you know, hilarity ensues. Jennifer Aniston is... Picture perfect. She has great dresses. <laughs> like, her clothes in that movie are so good. Well, this is someone that inspired an entire generation of a hairstyle. Yeah, I mean. Named after her Her clothing, character. like, her, I remember, she's very, like, a California look, you know? And so, in the 90s, it was very, like, jeans and tank tops. And in the early 2000s as well, even though we're focusing in the 90s. And, like, I remember I went to Abercrombie & Fitch when I was in high school. I mean, young high school, probably, like, 14, 15. And I bought – I spent, like, $80. I had no money. I, I don't know how I did this, but I spent – I sold my mother's jewelry. No, my parents, like, gave me money, but I spent 80 of their dollars – on this pair of Abercrombie jeans that were so good. I wish that I still had them. I would not be able to wear them, but I wish that I still had them. Because I saw this picture of Jennifer Aniston wearing this je- these jeans and this white tank top. And I was like, I want to wear that outfit. And I went to Abercrombie. I bought the jeans. I wore it with a white tank top. And I felt like the best person who ever lived. I felt very California, easy, cool, easy breezy. Easy breezy. Such a California girl. So California. Love her. But we can talk about Rachel Green now. No, we can't. Yes. No. The second best character on Friends. We can't. She's actually tied for second best with Lisa Kudrow. Here's a fun fact. Go on. 
Did you know that at the same time that she was offered Friends, she was offered a featured player role on SNL? She turned down SNL for Friends. I, are you, and you really? got to wonder. Yeah, really. What, uh, what would that career have looked like if she was on SNL? Because that was the time of, you know, Adam Sandler and Chris Rock and David Spade and Chris Farley. And they, uh, they took Julia Sweeney. Um, instead of, oh, no, 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 no. She was offered that, but uh, Phoebe, <laughs> uh, Lisa Kudrow was yeah, almost on I SNL, too. Say, no, I no, don't... Aniston was also. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Um, Julia Sweeney got the spot instead of Lisa Kudrow. Oh. Uh... Jennifer Aniston turned it down altogether because she wanted to do Friends. So, I mean, guys love Rachel Green. Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned nipples earlier. Oh, my God. Is well, it just the nipples? No, but what's happening there? <laughs> <laughs> she's very thin and underfed, and she's cold. And she doesn't wear bras, apparently. Well, I mean, when your tits are great, why would you wear a bra? <laughs> but, I mean, I would imagine those sets are probably pretty chilly. There's, you know, a whole live audience. like, And then she's also very thin. I can't say that enough. Eat a cheeseburger. She's Or a Impossible Burger. Or black bean burger. But she's very thin and she's very cold. That's why. She's a cold person. She's a thin, cold person. I, I mean, she's a, she's a skinny person, you yeah. know. So, I mean, she doesn't have a lot of, you know. Body fat. <laughs> yeah. So, she's just freezing. I mean, it's worth it. She looks great. But, you know. Which is funny because I have some body fat and that body fat is often very cold because it doesn't circulate. Your body fat, me. yeah, but it's not like in I always your upper have body. an ice cold stomach because the <laughs> stomach's got a two inch layer of gut on top of it. <laughs> it is very cold. <laughs> See? <laughs> Whoa, Erica just spilled wine everywhere. No, I not the mic. God. I will say that in true, it's funny because Jennifer Aniston's haircut. For Rachel Green, like the Rachel. And then Rachel's hair throughout Friends, like when she chopped all of her hair off and she had that bob. Oh, my God. It was so good when she was dating Tag. The Rachel? Yeah. But no, I'm just saying throughout the series of Friends, you know, it was really good. And then Rachel Green and her teeny peeny. And, you know, did she get off the plane and she got off the plane and spoiler and. All that stuff. Like, Rachel's the best. Rachel and Ross. I rewatched Friends recently because... For the 900th time. I've got a lot of free time. She's got all 10 seasons individually on DVD as well. Yeah, but they're on Netflix, so it's way better. And so I rewatched Friends. I'm on season nine right now. And so I rewatched. So I'm in, I'm in it. And the episodes where it was Monica and Chandler's wedding. So this must have been, I think, the beginning of season eight. And we find out that Rachel's pregnant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was the end of season seven. And then the first episode of season eight, I'm pretty sure I'm getting that right. I'm not, not positive where we find out that Rachel's pregnant. And then Phoebe does the little trick where they're at Monica's wedding and they find out that Rachel's pregnant. And so they're like, well, you know, if you've only taken one pregnancy test, like it could totally have been a false positive. Like let's just take another test. And they go into the bathroom and then, um, Courtney or Monica and Phoebe and Rachel are all in the bathroom. And then the girl walks in and they're like, no. And the girl has to walk out, which was very funny to me as a girl. Cause I've totally done that. And where you just take over the bathroom. And so, and then 
Phoebe lies to her and she's like, it's negative. It's a tester. Yeah. And, you know, then Rachel's like, oh, well, there you go. And then she starts crying. And then she starts crying. And then she's like, it's negative. You know, it's it's negative or whatever. And Phoebe goes, no, it's positive. She's like, well, how do you know? And she's like, well, because I lied before, you know. And it's such a great, like, I haven't watched that episode. What did she say? Dangerous or risky? Tricky. (laughs) Or, yeah, risky. That's, yeah. She could have reacted way too. Yeah. And um, she said, now you know how you really feel. Um, And I re-watching that episode, like, four weeks ago, I was like, God, this is such a good episode. Like, Rachel, it was such... I normally don't like the character trope of women getting pregnant. It's it can be very frustrating to watch where you're just like, oh, of course she got pregnant and she's keeping it. Okay, cool. And it's just like boring, whatever. But I I watching Friends back, I did really like that development for Rachel Green. Because you're older and more mature now. No, I just think for her as a character, I thought it was good. You know, I don't, I just think it's an easy thing for people to do for just female characters. It's like, well, they can get pregnant, so let's switch things up and she's going to be pregnant now. But I think for Rachel Green, that was a really good character development. And then obviously the whole thing about figuring out that Ross was the dad with the sweater and then Tag had the same sweater. And then Ross is like, oh, my sweater. And then I think it's Chandler and Monica and... Phoebe are all sitting there and they're like, oh my God. And Joey's like, just kind of smiling. And then he realizes like, four Joey seconds always after gets everyone, everything it's late. It's so, it's such a funny, such a funny scene. So that whole kind of development with Rachel Green, I thought was a really good, they did a good job with it. Good job. Two thumbs up. Marta Kaufman. And, mm-hmm, and Marta Kaufman. Yeah. 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 Good, good job, job, guys. <laughs> good job, guys. Yeah. So Jennifer Aniston, in a nutshell, She's got a couple nutshells right <laughs> Your anger looks make me want to talk about nipples more. If you guys could see my face right now. <laughs> like, All right, let's move along, nipples. My danger likes to hide behind those ideas. My danger likes to rock. She thinks the Beatles suck. That's going to do it for us this week. We covered uh, covered a little bit of Alaskan Amber Ale. We tried to drink some Big Sky IPA. Did not go well. No, it mm-hmm. was nine years old. <laughs> and then... Uh, it was, yeah, nine years a old. A little, little bit of that Jan and Seacox. No, I can't call them that. That's not... That doesn't work. Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, the dynamic duo... Don't forget about my jug of wine from Costco. Oh, yes. This week's Made episode an appearance. is brought to you by Jug of Wine. Kirkland. <laughs> signature. Costco. Of course. Is there a Kirkland non-signature God, brand? I love when I did my wine tour in Napa. I loved visiting the, <laughs> the Kirkland winery. It was Good like, stuff. ooh. Ooh. It's a big warehouse. Ooh, it's so nice. <laughs> GMO grapes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just even cheaper wine that they pour in their own bottles because they fine buy with that. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, follow us Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Beers and Nineties, Snapchat, Venmo. Snapchat. We did this last time. Venmo me some money. Don't check out my Vimeo channel. 
Oh, God. And uh, Google Hangout, <laughs> Google Plus. Check out my kick. Are you in my circle? <laughs> <laughs> my circle. Oh, poor Google. You're my top eight. <laughs> MySpace. Really reaching now. Very good. What well, we got? if we're talking about the 90s. Uh, and follow us on Friendster. Uh, <laughs> MySpace was not around in the 90s. I don't know, man. Time is weird. <laughs> <laughs> see you next week, guys. Well, I won't see you because I'll I hear you. Can't see. I won't hear you either. You'll, You'll hear, hear me. me. <laughs> yes. It's not you, it's me. It's it's always me. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.